Good morning on a Monday. Today's March 22nd. Welcome back to the only podcast that no one would ever listen to. <laughs> if you're here, probably lost. But if you're here sincerely, then, oh my God, thank you. Before anything else, though, how are you? You know, I mean, how is life treating you these days? Who would have thought an outbreak of a virus would completely change the way we live, the way we breathe, eat, work, treat each other, change the way we live, just like what I said in general? It's crazy, huh? I want to ask you, do you guys believe in God? If you do, then do you think that it's one of those we don't understand his plans kind of thing or simply a belief which correlates to a faith that God knew this was going to happen and there's a purpose for it? I believe in God as well, but there are certainly a lot of things that we can't explain and we don't understand. Or maybe it's our fault. Human beings just completely screwing up the world for our own interest, like we always do. But I'm glad that people are slowly getting used to it. We are able to adapt bit by bit, sometimes too careless though. I mean, the total number of cases worldwide is 123 million, with 69 plus thousand million recoveries and two point something million deaths and in the philippines alone the number is completely i don't know are we rising or staying in the middle i think we're rising right um i believe the last update that i saw we have about um 12,000 plus deaths but we have around 500k plus recoveries which is good news. But of course, if we can put that number to zero, then it's going to be better. I'm just saying that as long as we have more recoveries than that, for me, that's better. Man, if you notice, I'm just glad that people are getting comfortable moving around, going to places a little bit, um, traveling. Yet, most of us are too comfortable to a point that we're forgetting that COVID is still living amongst us. It's like our neighbor. It's none of my business what other people do with their lives, but at this point, what you do affects everybody physically, literally health-wise. Sometimes when I jog, I see people gathering around in a drinking session, sharing the same glass like it's the 90s or the early 2000s, which was good times, by the way. <laughs> you see, I understand that we're all trying to get our lives back. But that's never going to happen and it's going to be out of reach if we don't pay attention to safety COVID protocols. By the way, I want to ask, are you one of those people that blames China for this pandemic? If yes, why? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm, I'm not going to argue with anyone. Whatever your opinion is, I understand where you're coming from and I respect that. Let me tell you this though. China has always got a bad rap ever since I can remember. In the past, I heard a lot of terrible things about China and the Chinese people, even up to now. Um, that's why when I was offered a job to work there, I was very, very hesitant. So what I did was I took a chance of looking at and experiencing the country before grabbing the job because I thought, hey, it's an opportunity. But I remember before leaving, even people that were close to me, you know, I'm talking about family, friends, uh, relatives, whatever. They were like, are you really going to China? Are you sure? You know, maybe this and that is going to happen to you there when you get there. I mean, I don't want to specify what they said, but trust me, they were all doubtful and negative, which didn't help me at all. 
However, strangely, the more they told me not to go, the more I felt like I, I really have to try this. You know, I have to at least try. So I hopped on the plane, waited for hours in an airport in Manila, then got on a plane for China. I sat on that plane and I have never been surrounded by too many Chinese people in my life. And I'm talking about pure Chinese people, not Chinois, no half-baked, just pure Chinese people. I mean, can't speak English Chinese people. <laughs> but um, I slept the entire flight anyway. When the plane landed, it was scary at the airport because most of the staff and security at the airport don't smile at all. It's not like in the Philippines where as soon as you step your foot in any establishment, people are like, hey, how are you, po? Hello, po? This and that. People are just really, really cheerful here, uh, which is what I admire in our country. And, you know, the reason why I love our country and our people. We are just happy people naturally. I don't understand that, but Filipinos are happy people. And I love that in our, in our culture. Anyway, so I landed at Bayun Airport in Guangzhou, which is one of the biggest cities in China. But I was alone. And I'm telling you, nobody spoke English at that particular moment. My phone didn't work because I didn't have data. <laughs> I can't use the airport Wi-Fi because I had no VPN. So basically, I can't Google for language translation to help me ask around. <laughs> so all I did was I just followed instructions. Before even flying to China, I was given instructions by my employer, but they never met me on the airport because they, they had to work too, and they can't take a day off, and it's a far drive from that city to Guangzhou. So they just told me, hey, just get a ticket outside of the airport and wait for bus number nine, I believe I forgot. That was a long time ago, about two years to be specific. Yeah. And um, they told me to ride that bus till the last stop. And they're going to be waiting there. So that's what I did. I, I remember being so sleepy, man. Um, as soon as I got on that bus, I had a good maybe 15 minutes to look outside the window. And my head was like, dude, I'm finally in China. This is the country where I heard a lot of bad stuff about. But I'm not seeing that right now. And at this point, I missed my dog already. And I was very hungry, but then I fell asleep. When I woke, I remember looking around and noticed that there were only three passengers left, me being the fourth one. So I kept looking through the bus window some more and I was like, where am I? Am I lost? <laughs> <sighs> I, I was observing how peaceful the surrounding is. That's the first thing I realized that, hey, I was wrong because I thought China in general was crowded. But in this particular city, which was Foshan, that happens to be considered as um, a rich city in Guangdong, which is a part of Guangzhou as well. Uh, Guangzhou is huge. Anyway, never mind. So my last stop came and there she was, my soon-to-be employer. You know, one of the kindest people I know. Even now. She took me to my apartment and it was a decent apartment, you know. It, that's one good thing about being able to, to work in abroad is that they pay for your accommodation and everything is just different. Um, the economy is different. The environment is different and it allows you to grow as a person. It gives you a different perspective in life too. 
going back, I took a shower and slept for two hours, I believe. I heard a knock on the door. It was my boss again. It was my employer again, picking me up to show me around the workplace and show me around. Uh, excuse me. I'm not going to edit this. Picking me up there, show me around the workplace and the block within that workplace, you know, so that I will not get lost just to familiarize everything. Dinner was great. My first time eating Chinese food in China and it's, it's, it's different. Um, I still remember the dish that we had that time. It was hot pot. Oh my God, dude. It goes well with cold beer too. I was pigging out. I was tipsy too. And I started to blab my mouth. You know, I'm very, very talkative when I'm drunk. I'm talkative now. So imagine if I'm drunk. So fast forward on my third day there, even before I was about to decide whether or not I'm going to take the job. I fell in love with the city. Everything around me was just so different from what I saw, read, or heard on the news or social media, whatever. And guess what? The Chinese people that has never been to our country, most of them have a perception towards Filipinos in the Philippines. And that perception is negative based upon stories and social media as well. But on the other hand, for the Chinese people that I've met there or other foreigners that I've met there who has been to the Philippines, they can't stop talking about how beautiful our country is. Uh, you know what, guys? I just want to be able to end this by saying anywhere you go, I don't care where it is, there's always going to be good and bad. You know, the human tongue is powerful as a rocket. It destroys people, countries. It shatters dreams. You know, you can lie to anybody. You can break hearts using your tongue. On the other hand, our tongues are also powerful enough to convince people to love us, to make people like us, to share good news, to spread optimism, to inspire and make other people feel better. Anywhere you go, I don't care where it is, there's always going to be good and bad. And I hope all of us can be a good story to anyone we meet because they're going to take that story with them and share it with others. Listen, man, I have never, ever seen anything bad about China like I heard when I was here. Anyway, I'll catch you on the next one, if there's gonna be a next one. <laughs> but if you got this far, I want to say sincerely thank you. Cheers! <laughs>